Hello, and welcome to Covert Castaway. I'm Holly. Je suis Stéphane. Join us as we share what we learn and how we're making the transition to liveaboard cruising. So we're getting our groove a little bit here in Croatia as we move around and enjoy the weather that's getting warmer and uh, a lot of these great places we've been able to visit. We have to catch everybody up on what we've been doing. Mm-hmm. So um, maybe, though, first there's a little bit of background noise. You can kind of describe what's going on and and what what kind of the picture is around us. Yeah, we're kind of like a, in a finger. And then uh, it's... I would best describe it as like a, a natural marina. <laughs> yeah. Because you don't have a dock or anything, but you have about 20 boats. And they're really good about getting all these boats on one side, on the other side. and But all around, it's just rocks. So you're basically tying up... And trees. Hmm? And rocks trees. and trees, yeah. yeah. And you're tying up to a mooring bowl, and then you're be basically tied to uh, on the stern to shore. Yeah, we're going to get to talk a lot about this because we learned how to do it, um, actually. But just one thing kind of to help everybody understand is in Croatia, everything's kind of deep and mm-hmm. all these islands have little fingers and mm-hmm. you can go into the little fingers, but sometimes they're like, you know, 40 meters deep, right? You know, where you would normally anchor. So it's, it's strange because you have to sort of tie up somewhere or, yeah. you know, these little fingers have um, conveniently located restaurants. Mm-hmm. Um, and the restaurants put down mooring balls and they're free to use as long as, as, long as you eat there. Yeah. <laughs> so, which, which is fine. Which is nice. Yeah. Which is nice because you other cruisers are going you to can be meet there. People. Yeah. And or if it's quiet, like you're talking to the owner. Yeah. And it's really. We've nice. had great conversations. Yeah. yeah. So there's a German boat um, to our right as we're facing the bow and um you know they're like diving off the side it's a nice little wind um it's approaching sunset so it's actually really beautiful here there's just a lot of boats the scenery is good yeah it would not be our first choice and we were aiming for another um another location but that little restaurant uh, had only five mooring bowls and they were and all they were, empty. They were empty, but we called and they're they're like, "Sorry, we're booked." Because yeah. I guess the the charter companies are ramping up here for their season and and they're already getting going. So, so yeah, and there were options to tie, uh, basically to drop the anchor and tie it to shore. But our standard paddle board. Yeah, we'll talk about what happened yeah. to that. It's not ready, and we don't want to get the dinghy close to the rocks because we have yeah. a hot shell and, and, you know. Anyway, so we're in an island uh, called Solta, and we're actually on our way to Vis um, tomorrow. But, uh, yeah, we have a lot to talk about because we've been completely delinquent in our podcast the last couple of weeks. Um, so we'll try to catch everybody up and also give you kind of a little bit of insight on why we've been keeping busy. And just to give an idea, like this island uh, compared to Split, it's basically southwest of Split. And uh, mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe uh, yeah, maybe 10 miles. Check it out on, on Google. So last we talked, we were with your sister, and she stayed with us for a couple of days for her vacation uh, at Korchula. Mm-hmm. And she took a ferry back to Split, where she flew out. 
Um, yeah, so. or first, and then got the PCR, PCR test. test so that she can leave. Yeah, yeah. and then um, yeah, so yeah. we did all that, and then after she and another word of advice. So the the season it might differ other seasons, but this season it seems like the fairies they've added some starting mid May, and uh, but so when she came in it was tricky. When she left, there were more fairies. And, and the ferries are the best Just after way. a few days, yeah. Yeah, the best way to travel from island to island. They are cheap, they are fast. And this one was, yeah, from Korkula to uh, all the way to Dubrovnik. Oh, back to Dubrovnik. Yeah, yeah, all the okay. way. Okay, yeah. so not to split. And that was no. only 25 kuna or something. It was cheap. I forget, but it was um, not like, 25 kuna. It no, it like was, I know, it was bucks. cheap. Was it? Yeah, I remember. Yeah. I was I thinking know. to myself. It was a very good price yeah. for, yeah, I know. Taxi ride to come. <laughs> okay, so it looks like our our German boat neighbors are having a party over there. So there's a little bit of music, background music yeah. for you to enjoy. <laughs> Hopefully they don't <laughs> they don't censure the podcast uh, yeah. because of the music. Yeah. Anyway, um, they're having a lot of fun. Um, okay, so from there we went to Havar, and we went on the opposite side of the old town of Havar. Um, in a little tiny place called uh, Luca Vera, and there's a restaurant that had a mooring ball that we grabbed called Arsenal. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. Um, yeah. The lady was super nice, and um, you know they were getting ready to fill up, and we met a couple people there, so it was pretty cool. The scenery was great. It was stunning. The, yeah. the the restaurant, the details, everything was just uh, yeah. It, it was just an awesome experience, and yeah. the food was really good. Yeah, for sure. So we got our bikes um, the following day. So that was like the dinner of the night, and then we got our bikes the following day, our folding bikes, mm-hmm. and um, took those to shore, and we rode our bikes up the hill all the way to the top. And um, found a Spanish fortress, mm-hmm. which was totally unexpected. Yeah, and I guess they haven't quite opened. Wait, well, it's open, but they haven't fully opened for the season because the doors were just open and you don't have to pay. So Yeah, we like, just walked in. It yeah. was great. Yeah. <laughs> and the bike ride was really cool. It was beautiful. There was a lot of, we saw uh, wineries and vineyards and yeah. flowers and really nice landscape yeah it was steep it was steep yeah i was kind of hoping for a a electric bike to show up somehow (laughs) to help me up the hill at one point but yeah that was really fun so then we went over to old town walked around took some pictures and we're on search of lavender ice cream which we couldn't find which is kind of the thing there i guess Mm so yeah so um we really liked it there though we spent two nights we ate again at the restaurant um a second time and I would definitely recommend that place. Um, mm-hmm. fr- from there, we sort of headed to Castella to meet our yeah. our um, skipper we hired to help us figure out how to do more tricky technical mooring and, and things that we weren't used to doing. And I'll kind of let you talk about that. So, um, but the guy's name is Nick Hathaway, and he's with 45 Degrees. He has a YouTube channel and kind of describing all this stuff. Um, called 45 Degrees called 40, Sailing, I think. 45 Degrees Sailing, yeah. Mm-hmm. So you want to talk a little bit about um, what we learned? Yeah. Uh, well, the idea of doing this training was to make sure you and I are on the same page 
uh, when we are anchoring, when we're docking, when doing uh, anchoring with uh, short ties, um, different configuration. So, and we're trying also to reverse the roles. Uh, so far, I've been at the helm and you've been dealing with the lines or the anchor. And the idea was to kind of put you at the helm mm -hmm. and um, get you comfortable there. Uh, I think ultimately that's where we want to to be uh, at, you know, with with you at the helm, and um, and then uh, then because I have a little bit more experience, you know, maneuvering the boat, and also I can give you some feedback of what I see and 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 help uh, and help as well. So I think uh, that was one of the priorities, um, and and making sure that we review those maneuvers and we're on the same page about the procedure. Uh, we also have our headsets, as we've talked about, which makes a huge difference. Uh, it's much, much easier to be able to continuously co communicate. So that's what we've done. Um, is the music. It's a dance party, yeah, it's yeah. pretty loud. Um, hopefully it's okay with you guys and not too distracting. It's really fun, like it's lively and, and neat. Like it's been, I would say, a little deserted in Port Puerto Montenegro when uh -huh. we first got into Dubrovnik it was like all alone so we're, yeah. we're sort of like having sensory over overload from being around so many people all at oh. once <laughs> so yeah. excuse, excuse us mean, if we sound distracted but and all the other boats are like pretty quiet pretty but, quiet but we're with the party boat we've got the party they're boat they're like younger guys yeah, and, and girls and girls and, they, uh, they're having fun yeah, yeah. No, yeah that's what it's, it's about it's all good it's all good yeah. Unless they do this until three or three in the morning. Yeah, then maybe we'll yeah <laughs> complain later. But anyway, it's part of the experience. Exactly. So, um, so we yeah we practiced while well, we worked on our vocabulary because we ended up uh, finding that you know not even thinking about it we're we are naming things kind of. Yeah, I mean, he said to us, "What would you call this?" And he pointed to the now what we'd call the port quarter, hmm. and um, I was like, "I don't know the port." stern and you said something different and he's like okay let's all get on the same page on what we call things yeah. um so that was really helpful and um then he I, I think the thing with me is what i didn't realize is i have proximity fear mm -hmm. um when i'm at the helm and i'm looking at where i am it, it just everything seems super close it's like objects appear closer than well, they I think appear fast I forwarding think. like Oh, the dock is a magnet, and I'm getting so close. Suddenly, I'm going to be hitting it. But, yeah, you know. So I think, um, yeah, there's a little bit of that to get used to, and to be like, okay, I might be close, but I'm in control of the uh, of the boat, and, right? And you know, I might have the stern to win. I control totally the the distance, the speed, and and the dock is is just there. You know, you yeah. Just, it's on one way it gauges you know your distance your speed and you know you can you can see better but yeah you have a little bit of a proximity anxiety and and, and i it, didn't know that about myself you know like some people are afraid of heights or some people are afraid of this and that or whatever and i'm i'm actually it's actually really scary for me and i didn't realize that that was a thing mm -hmm. um yeah so I'm working through that. I, I, he did take us up to really close up to a yacht and to a dock and um, taught me how to keep the boat still and not move um, by this procedure called stemming. Well, 
no, it was like stern to the wind or yeah. the bow into the wind and really controlling, keeping the boat, you know, in the same position. And then if you want to move sideways, um, I don't know, for some reason. Mm, Nobody. <laughs> haven't really practiced, learned or practiced that. So, uh, And this is the stemming. Stemming, yeah. yeah. Stemming, which is basically, so if you have stern to the wind, you're, staying in position but you might want to be and i'm kind of calling it crabbing because yeah. you're moving if you want to move sideways then you'll turn you know your i don't know your stern quarter one of them like you know in into um a little bit away from the wind and now the wind is not hitting your stern but just kind of let's say the port quarter and now you're going to move towards your starboard side mm -hmm. and so you might be able to kind of control your, your speed, your rotation a little bit, and then you're moving sideways to get closer to the dock or, mm -hmm. or you know, whatever you want to do. Yeah. So that was, that was really, uh, really good. And he does describe this in a video on his website. Mm -hmm. And we were both looking at each other like, oh, my God, this alone, learning this alone is like worth its weight in gold because we had never, you know, sort of like forward, backward turn, sort of try to stop, but it's really hard to just completely stop your boat or control where it goes with the wind, which is sort of the concept. So yeah, that was that was really good. And then he took us to a little um, town called Molina on the island of Brock, um, and I was able to um, dock the boat stern too by myself. Well, mm. not really by myself because you guys were on the boat, but <laughs> like I backed it in without freaking out. So that was good. And, and yeah, it was funny because the first uh, slip they gave us oh, was yeah. between. Two boats. It was really tight, and they were already trying to push the other the, boats out. You know, to create more space. And then, uh, and then, his, Nick had the perfect answer. He said, "Oh, we have a um, skipper in training. Skipper in training. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll use that from now on. Yeah, we want yeah. a bigger spot. Well, and we, it was like the second you and I saw the space. It's like suddenly we had PTSD together mentally over what happened in Sardinia. So yeah, we were we were happy to move to a different spot. Yeah, and so that was uh, that was good. Um, so we had dinner there, and then we um, took the boat the next morning to Marina to drop him off. Um, and it was upwind; there was a lot of uh, and that was good. Waves. We got another spot with basically space on on oh, the yeah, side yeah. because we had probably twenty knots, so 20, uh, 25. fifteen established for sure, yeah. like gusting twenty uh, on the beam. Yeah, and so. If you have space, it's great. If you were stuck between two I don't boats, know how we gotten especially out. the way our cat is, you know, the, the stern, you cannot really put a fender all the way to the end, and then you have this corner. And so, so anyway, so that was good that we uh, we uh, requested a different spot. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, the next day was uh, motoring. Uh, we have a third reef in the main. And then motoring all the way back to split uh, to drop. It Nick. was it was a bit bumpy, but yeah. it was it was good. Um, and the winds are just kind of shifty and cha I think it changes its mind. The weather can get moody, although it's getting better and better and, and warmer and warmer as as the days go by. Um, then we, you know, we no longer had him on the boat, and we were like, okay, let's go find a spot where we can do the stern two with the lines mm -hmm. by ourselves because he kind of showed us that. Well, we had. Um where we dropped Nick and then we anchored in the, this marina. Uh, marina yeah. and it's then, called Marina. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, just an anchorage. It's a bay, but you yeah. know, it's a town, Marina. But uh, we anchored in the bay 
Um, but then we had the technician come on board and to uh, oh, kind of resolve right. our watermaker issue. And it happened to be what we hope uh, so far, I think it is. That's what it is. But a relay, a sticky relay. So he just basically knocked the relay, and um, and then everything worked again. And so far, we've been able to make waters. That's good. But at time, it doesn't work. So we're trying to get a spare relay. But that's another topic. But that's that's where we. Yeah, spend. we basically paid a guy to come on the boat and knock it with a wrench, and then he talked to us for another hour. He's a super nice guy. Oh, super nice. Yeah, yeah. he was yeah. really nice. Um, so then we headed to a place called. Uh, Luca Mala, which is a very tiny one of these fingers we were talking about, and we did a stern two with two lines. Um, yeah, so that was fun. So we, uh, I kind of held, we anchored the boat first, um, and then Stefan took the helm and held the boat in place while I got on the stand-up paddleboard and kind of paddled over with the line and attached it to a rock and then did the other side. You got to find a rock. Yeah. (laughs) And then did the other side, find a rock. And then, um, we ended up moving it around, moving the line too. And so it was great because we were stern to, we had this private beach to ourselves behind us. It was like super private. And then like two days later or whatever, because we were there for five days, it was the weekend. And so this guy comes by on this yacht it was how big was it? it wasn't yacht. really a yacht no, it was a like motor a, boat motor yeah, vessel yeah yeah maybe uh, and he had two 20, girls on it like half his age and he's like hey you got to like can you drop the line and just you know i just, just drop the by line and we'll pass by just behind you so they wanted to basically anchor uh, in the bay behind us or use the beach or something yeah yeah so he was like hey can you just drop the line i go over just bring the line back and I'm like, no, it's like 20 <laughs> knots of wind. With so much wind. Those two lines are holding a boat. From swinging, let me paint the picture. So it's super narrow. The stern lines are keeping our boat from, uh, if, if it was to rotate with the wind, it would like smash into the rocks. Um, so we were like, um, no, we're not dropping the line. And what was he saying to you? Like, oh, I've been a seaman my whole life. Yeah. Or, you don't want to help me? Like, yeah. you know, blah, blah, blah. And, and I'm like, you're asking me to drop a line that is holding a boat, you know. Or, <laughs> you know? And, and he has like a motorboat that is probably like a quarter of the weight at the most of our boat. But, you know, we're like probably 20 ton. It, there is no like dropping the line and putting it back you know it's uh well and i was trying to understand the logic even because it's like he's like well i'll get in the water and help you with the line and then i'm thinking well if you're in the water who's gonna drive the boat like it makes no sense so yeah we basically said no and then we we kind of oh no no yeah you took your oh yeah yeah i I got my phone and i started taking a picture of his boat and it's so interesting how people's behavior change changes when you Mm -hmm. pull out a camera and then he's like, oh, you know, and then he yeah. kind of went away. Plus, there so. was another bay. I mean, there are so finger. many bays. It's well, not no, like... no, in that same finger, oh, yeah. there was On the another other bay. Side. So I say, why don't you go over there? There is nobody. And it's, it's just, you know, anyway. Yeah. I mean, there's plenty of space, except here where we are right now. There's like mm-hmm. 500 boats. Um, anyway, then, yeah, so we did that. That was that was a lot of fun. Oh, and the Luca Mala, by the way, was on the island of, and I'm totally butchering the Croatia Croatian here, but Drevnik Veli is what it was called. And um, it was really lovely. We stayed there, um, like I said, for five days and we did a bunch of things and we're going to do another podcast on um, t- 
time and slowing down and what takes time. Um, but we, we had to, um, take care of a couple things, um, and fix our paddleboard and, and do some other things. So, um, cause it got a hole in it, it punctured a hole in, it in yeah. our paddleboard, which we kind of needed to. So when you go to shore, you have those sharp rocks mm-hmm. all around. So probably what happened, I mean, I guess we need to come close to shore, get our feet in the water and then just let the center paddleboard float. But. I think when trying to just fix the line on the panel board, you're putting some weight on it, and if there was probably a sharp rock under it, and so it's not a big puncture, but you know, so that means now you have to uh, to fix it, and then you have to wait 24 hours before you can inflate it, and we need that standard paddle board for fun, but also to do uh, to get the lines back on board or to do more short ties. Yeah. Yep, so then after that... Ooh, is there more, another boat coming next to us here? No, just, just a little dinghy. Okay. All right. So we went from there. Um, we headed to Split. And um, we were excited to go to Split to see the old town and um, also meet up with some friends who were uh, coming from the States uh, to visit. And we, we met up with them for dinner um, we toured Diocletian's palace, which is really cool, and took some cool pictures there. Um, he was a Roman emperor that uh, was in charge of Rome when the 300s or late 285 to 310 or something like that. I don't remember. He's on Wikipedia, so you can look that up, but it was really cool. So very, very old. Um, but we did some other things. We um, we mostly we mostly <laughs> provisioned. Um, I had a doctor's appointment to look at a sunspot that started to look a little weird. She burned it off, and um, yeah. But we spent most of our time looking for soy milk and provisioning. Um, so well, there was a little that's um, a store that has uh, yeah pretty good products and prices. So we've done two rounds. Of, um, of provisioning, uh, thinking that uh, Split is going to be the biggest city for a while. I mean, in Greece, probably Corfu might be the next biggest city. Uh, but after that, we're going to be in islands and stuff. So we thought, hey, it's convenient. We figured out where the store is. We have a little cart. So we um, we did to, uh, well, we went to a couple of the stores as well to find other products. Oh, yeah. So we, we were for, we were off-roading with our with our grocery yeah. cart. So we we have at least for next few months uh, for basic products. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're good. Uh, we went to Decathlon. Yeah, we spent hours at Decathlon. Yeah, that probably place. Like you go to Split and then it's, you spend like half a day. It's so <laughs> bad store. <laughs> <laughs> like it's so funny. Every time we go in that store, we're, we like. I look at my watch and hours gone by and we're on like the second aisle. Yeah. <laughs> and then really we're like, we think, oh, we have everything. But like, oh, no, oh, we need that. We need that. We yeah. need that. And <laughs> I don't know. What and then got. you look at some price. It's like Costco. It's so cheap. It's it's like you think, oh, it's really cheap. It's, it's like Target, except it's like all sporting goods. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like but everything you can imagine. No, what I mean is like, it's like Costco. Like you think, oh, it's cheap. But you buy this, this, this and that. Oh, yeah. And next thing you know. <laughs> I know. But then we had to carry it all. Um, well, we got an Uber that time. It was more the groceries with the cart. This cart we have is sort of like, it's not a cart. It's like a wagon. Mm, and foldable. Uh, it's foldable. And so, but it was wavy that day on the on the dinghy bringing everything back. And mm. yeah, so I think 
Yeah, I think my takeaway was I need to do more yoga and stretching so I can be limber to carry all those uh, Mm. groceries and pull them up onto the boat. And There's just a lot going on, and everything takes a lot more time. So, yeah, so we're in Solta today, and we're headed to Vise. Um, We might meet up with our friends, too, so that'll be fun there. Um, Anything else you want to cover about how we've sort of spent the last few weeks? No. Well, we got our packages. Oh, yeah. You haven't mentioned that. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) So we ordered them probably like three, three and a half weeks ago. Yeah, so we ordered um, a carbon water filter. Yeah, we that ordered came from France. Some SIM cards, which has a whole backstory to it that we'll cover separately. Um, and the Mantis Bridal, which mm. was we were really excited about because it's longer, right? Yeah, we wanted to upgrade the, the default standard FP Bridal and uh, to something where we feel we were thinking about what is the weakest link in our anchoring, you know, kind of chain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and we were feel pretty good about our anchor we feel pretty good about the chain uh but the bridle and then the attachment we mentioned that before um the, the shackle kind of like broke so we're using uh, dynama loops and that's been working just fine the last couple of weeks um but that bridle yeah we thought that's probably the weakest link and and it was short so so we ended up yeah ordering this mantis bridle like everything mantis does is like <laughs> super beefy and and solid and so we got the package installed this this morning uh we haven't used it yet next uh, next time we anchor we will but uh, yeah that's... so the bridle is meant for a boat of how big uh this one is meant for 50 to 70 feet football <laughs> And we are like, well, we're 47. <laughs> so, so we have this huge bridle and and we have an oversized anchor too, right? Like our anchor. We're is- just one size above the, the, the basic requirement. So well, no, we feel good this way, you know, and, and the bridle. We'll sleep the, better at night, right? Yeah. yeah it'll, 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 the boat will kind of swing less at, um, at anchor and stuff. So, so no, that's, that's good. We'll feel pretty good about all anchoring you know whatever chain bridle yeah you know anchor everything so that was an upgrade we wanted to make uh especially we're going to we know we're going to be in strong winds at time in greece and you know so we want to feel good about that because why not mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> cool so i guess we should go join the disco dance party over here um next door well maybe not we, we're probably like grandparents to those guys um but they sure are having fun um, yeah, so we're just here hanging out, and we're going to catch dinner at the restaurant. Um, it's been interesting with a vegan thing. We've we, mm. You've eaten a lot of vegetarian risotto yeah, and pizza, pizza without cheese. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of your staple at the, at or, the restaurant. Or like they have uh, grilled vegetables, but they just like bathe them in oil oil yeah (laughs) so it's easy from the menu you basically have those three options yeah Uh, so and i decided i'm a cheating vegan so i'm I'm cheating with fish um so this one restaurant we were at i said yeah i'd I'd like some shrimp so in the u.s you know you order shrimp you get like five prawns mm. like that's it and remember that whole plate they oh oh my god it was and that was it there was like it was like two pounds of shrimp yeah, and like, the guy was like with the heads almost, on and shells on and everything. Almost, he like, was kind of almost mad. Yeah, that I didn't eat it. <laughs> I was like, seriously. He was like, 
Why yeah, why you? not? I'm like, seriously, this is so much shrimp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you definitely find out if you yeah. have an allergy after that. Yeah. Um, and I don't know, like, just a comment on the food so far. Um, I feel like it's kind of bland um, here. And I don't know. And I thought maybe it's just me. I'm, I'm maybe just because I like spicy food, I actually carry hot peppers in my purse, mm-hmm. <laughs> bust them out and put it on You stuff. don't even try the food. You put the, the peppers. hot peppers first. Because it's kind of bland. And so we were at dinner last night with our friends and they said the same thing. So I'm like, okay, it's not me, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, so far in Croatia, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know how good the food is really, <laughs> but um, yeah, I guess everybody has a different taste. So I like things spicy and, you know, the food in Italy was good and, you know, mm-hmm. that, that was all good. So, yeah, so we're going to get ready for dinner here. And um, thanks for listening. And if you like this podcast, please feel free to share or rate us on your podcast app. And if you have any suggestions for either topics or improvements, please send them to Sailing Owen at gmail.com and I have gotten a few and I have gotten a few really great suggestions on how to make it better and thank you for that thank you for listening if you like this podcast please subscribe like or share with another covert castaway fair winds for now